I can do distortion on the tracks on this. <laughs> it sounds gross. Yeah, what's up? Oh, that's amazing. We should do the whole podcast like this. Yeah. What about this one? Yeah. That, that just sounds... You just sound a bit ill. This one's called In the Box. This feels like the Rob Bryden thing where he does like a small man in a box. I've uh, spent some time doing this on Discord calls and people freak out. That's great fun. That, that's a 12ST Cho, so I'm guessing 12-string chorus or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, that. Okay, Ooh. I can hear that on mine. There's a little bit there. Yeah. Oh, because you're picking it up through your mic, that's why. This, like one, this one, 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 one is called Tunnel. Oh, I thought it'd be called uh, Centorial Rally. Yeah. Um, no, the... Um, My fellow Americans. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, um, oh, Why are we not using this? It's really hard to turn on in the moment. I can't. Oh, wow. All of this is being recorded, too. Um, we can't use any of this in the preamble because yeah, we can. I mean we probably will, but it's also really not the style of the show. But that one does make you sound like an, el- an elder god. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. Welcome to Hey Brew, a podcast about beer and storytelling. Each week, one of us brings a beer and a usually slightly somewhat related, at least, story. My name is Elliot. And my name is Mike. Mike, how's it going? <laughs> Real good. I, I enjoyed the roundabout way you got through that intro right at the end there. <laughs> well, I was, I'm picturing what's coming up and I didn't want to be like, okay. it's related because it's a bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. As Fine. usual. Yeah, no, I'm doing well. Um, I don't know what week of like isolation we're not even really in full isolation anymore well, i don't know I, I went to a pub on friday night yeah i saw that Saturday picture night. i'm so jealous i don't, cannot tell don't you don't be too jealous it was the glenferry hotel it's a pub we had to have a palmer that's okay i mean we were going to anyway yeah like i i would honestly do that right now well not no maybe later <laughs> right now elliot leans towards the microphone yeah. to say right now mike's like not right now like leans yeah. back you gotta yeah yeah um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I miss pubs um, a lot. It's all right. We're not far off. It's only June 11th. Which is what? Next Friday? Is it? Is that when <laughs> it's officially okay again? I think so. Actually, gyms will be reopening, won't they? 22nd. Yeah, I need to, when that happens, I need to call them and tell them to stop charging me money because I'm not going to be going. Yeah, I'm um, I'm rethinking whether or not I want to go back to CrossFit, especially mm. in light of today's controversies around that. But let's not get into that. Oh, I'll, oh. I'll explain later. Okay. It's... Guess what it was related to? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, next next topic. Mm. <laughs> all right. Um, had any good beer lately, Governor? Don't know um, why I did that. Yes. I feel like I have. Um, what did I Oh, man. I, got I a lot of furfy in the fridge, I noticed. Yeah, that was leftovers from a, um, uh Australia Day weekend, like, holiday house thing. Um, a bunch of us. Back like, in January. Yeah. No, honestly. Like, we bought a bunch of that for playing beer pong with and... There well, was bad beer pong beer. Yeah, and there was too much of it left over. So I was like, I'll take a six pack, sure. Yeah, I'll fair point. Put it in the fridge. Um, I've had two of them since then. Dece. That was a while ago. I don't even know when. Um, yeah, no, I'm kind of kind of running low on beer, actually. Just kind of working through some some stuff that's been in there for a, for a minute. Um, mm. Yeah, the, uh, I had that. pleased to hear I brought some with me. Yeah, well, I was hoping because it's not my episode. Um yeah, nothing, nothing noteworthy. I'm just kind of, you know, dr- drinking some of the more like steady drinkers that I've got in there mm. at, at the moment. Um, some of the like uh, stomping ground laneway lager and, and things like that. And, yeah, like 
just just good drinking beers, you know. Nothing, nothing like blowing my hair back. Yeah, well, mate, honestly, to be honest, very recently, I've been quite enjoying just drinking drinking beers, you know. Mm. Uh, we went to a party on Saturday, and I drove, so I had a couple of Captain Sensibles. Oh, yeah. Delightful yeah, beer. It's a good beer for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a big fan of just the sitting down, having a few pale ales, a few lagers, yeah. nothing, nothing too mind-blowing. That being said, um, as the colder weather sets in, everyone's enjoying a bit of stout, Ooh, yeah. a bit of dark ale, I'm a bit of red so ale. I'm so ready for it. Mm. Um, I did have last night the internet's current darling, as as you might have seen on our social media. I, do, I haven't looked. I haven't opened Instagram today. Oh, you're not missing out. It's still oh. Instagram, unfortunately. Um, but... Um, yeah, I had the one drop vanilla pancake double. Oh, how was that? Because I've like after I, I never heard of one drop before. You told me about that kettle sour thing mm. that you were going on about, and then a bunch of their stuff has just exploded and sounds insane. Yeah, I don't know if they've just got distribution out of Sydney yeah, or something because it's suddenly gone through the roof. But how was that one? Because the name is a lot of words that I like on their own. So it's 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 currently like the most popular beer online. Yeah, I mean, like it's everywhere. It's probably just based on the name slightly and, and how wild it is. Yeah, but well, it's also a double version of the beer they already did. Right. Okay. Um, how is it? It's good. Um, I couldn't drink more than a can because it's quite sweet. Yeah, as you can probably imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's full of lactose and full of um, sure. like vanilla. Uh huh. Um, but it's good. It's interesting. Right. Um, it, it took me a while to get through. To be perfectly honest with you, it wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't like, God, I got to get more of this. This is really Moorish or anything. I was just like, Yeah, I'm glad I tried it. Yeah. Um, as with most things that get really hyped up i get really disappointed by just because that sounds really because you're expecting it to be bigger yeah it in builds some my expectations. yeah it's like before i saw the dark knight and this is going to sound like a weird tangent a friend of mine whose opinion i respect very much on movies said it's the best film in the world um it's a big claim it's a good movie it might have been like good movie. the best thing in cinemas at the time i'd take that 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 has potential Mm. saying it's the best movie available in the world at that given time i don't think so yeah no it wasn't um yeah it kind of ruined it for me I Spe- been like, speaking I of films that everyone says is good and is not and batman don't watch joker shit yeah no i wasn't planning on it, it cool. like everything i saw about it i was like ah eh, fine yeah joaquin phoenix is good but he's always good go watch walk the line yeah yeah fuck i love that movie yeah it's so good um yeah so so to, to answer your question the beer is good okay but it's De- definitely go out and try it, but I, I think that sour is better. Don't put a whole lot of effort into finding it. Nah. Sounds like. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I tell you what, I have got in my fridge, though, which mm. I'm going to ruin my life because I'm saying I'm very fucking excited about is the Garage Project uh, Garbage Stout. Oh, yeah. That's it's just got everything in the world. That I want to get my hands on because mm. it, when it, when they announced it and what was in it and all of that, I was like, that's exactly my shit. Mm. And there's an American brown ale from um, Tallboy and Moose in my fridge as well mm. that I'm quite looking forward to getting into. Very good. Oh. Uh, one last thing mm. before we I kind of get into it is the um, I showed you like the the Black Lives Matter stout thing that um, Cake King yeah the, the the recipe yeah yeah I managed to convince them to give ten dollars for everyone who goes and buys the ingredients to a um, like a local they actually, like, they actually did it yeah they did it and um, I've tagged in a load of other breweries and see if they all get on it as well and like good. three Ravens have like liked the status so I'm hoping that they'll because what I wanted to do I'd love some of the breweries to brew it. In their own fashion. Yeah. And make a donation for everyone they sell. Yeah. I know it's a hard time for breweries and stuff right now, but they're going to bounce back. Yeah. Like most of them. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So if I can utilize our miniature audience yeah, but to I do mean, that. It, it, like Keg King just sell supplies and stuff, right? So they do, yeah, it'll be yeah. a bit easier for them potentially than a 
struggling brewery. Yeah, it's it, it's more like I would like, and especially things like Stomping Ground and um, oh, yeah. Moondog, who are doing all right, Mountain Goat, etc. They can take their recipe, modify it to their own aims, and then say, for every one of these that we sell, sure. we'll donate 50 cents yep. to. Yep. I think that'd be really awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and pursue this. So watch this space. Yeah. Hey, hey Bruce pursuing beer activism i guess yeah who would have thought our twin things about beer and how shit stuff is would finally coincide <laughs> yeah fantastic um that's me on brew news hmm. brews no it doesn't work yeah that's just brews that's just a word yeah um i was like maybe if you write it down it's like nope that's still right bruising for a bruising mm. I, yeah anyway um yeah, i can't really think of anything else no okay um that's fine good should we have a beer let's do that yeah okay so i have with us um left hand giants ghosts and all american stout okay now just want to say i might have made a small boob when buying this oh what have you done no it's fine like i've recovered it uh-huh but what I thought, because of the tag that was on like the shelf, uh-huh. that it was called Left Hand's Giant American Stout. Okay. And I'm like, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Have I got a topic for you? Uh-huh. Then when I got it home, I was writing away, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go have a look, see if there's any notes on there. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I was like, this beer is called Ghosts and All. I was like, whoops, did I buy two different beers? Like, no. You bought it a different beer twice. Well, no, I just bought... What, I just ignored one, like the middle bit of the yeah, name. Yeah, you you bought something that was not what you thought it was. Yeah. Okay. But instead of doing what I would normally do and just think about something spooky, I've not. With a, with a name like Ghosts and All. Yeah. It's right there. There's so much opportunity. Yeah. But shall we crack into it? Uh, yes. I quite, I quite like this uh, artwork. I yeah, I was just looking at it. Like it's it's got like it's almost a minimalist kind of cartoon vibe. There's a little like gremlin thing poking out. Probably over a, a ghost. Wall. Y- yeah. Something, something about the f- the fingers on it mm. make it look less ghostly to me. Spectral. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna I'm gonna open it. It's a good looking beer. Yeah. Well, good looking can. You crack it open, and I'll talk a little bit about yeah. this. So this is from uh, Left Hand Giant Brewing Co. in um, the UK. Okay. BS two. I don't know what that is. Maybe Basingstoke or something. Sure. Mm, I'm not sure. I wouldn't know. Doesn't actually say. Just says what industrial park and what road, which is very annoying. As if you don't know your industrial park, so... Well, what a fool I am. Um, <laughs> the other mad thing about this is it just says Candat rather than Brewdat, so I'm assuming it might be a, like a gypsy brewer. Oh, okay, like they've come into the facility to... To brew and can. To, yeah, okay. Is that, is that a thing that happens a lot? I, I, I don't know too much about so, so, so that the, kind of thing. The Obviously, like the investment in the setup and um, purchasing of a, the land, etc., for a brewery, yeah. quite expensive. So yeah, there's dude. a lot of breweries out there, including, I think, Mikella. Um, oh, yeah. They don't have their own brewery and they'll brew really? at other people's breweries. Weird. Yeah, it's called Gypsy Brewing. It's, it's not that uncommon. Is it? I don't know. Something about using the word gypsy feels like it might be a problem, but um, I, like I know what you mean. They're kind of roaming around. But, but that, that's the actual phrase they use. But I do oh, know what it? you mean. Yeah. But I think it's okay. Okay. No, I just wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't sure because I know like that word is used almost as a pejorative more in the UK than maybe other parts of the world. Um, we have other much worse slurs for oh, I'm that sure particular group of people sure that people do. tend to use for the pejorative. Gypsy yeah. tends to be the um, preferred nomenclature, I believe. Okay. Do you know what? If we have any um, people of 
uh, Roma Traveling Descent and wish to write in and let us know, we would actually love to be educated on this. Um, yeah. I just have literally no yeah, idea. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just, it's, it's definitely a, a blind spot for me as well. Mm. As well. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I've got that ready. Um, Alrighty. So, straight off the bat, big black stout with a big creamy brown head. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good looking beer. What do we got? It doesn't say anything on here about any kind of madness going on in it. It's an American stout, so I imagine it's fairly... I'm not expecting this to be anything, like, unusual or, yeah. like, weird. Yeah. I'm kind of expecting it to be just a nice, solid, big stout. Yeah. Um, I mean, we got, like we got 6% oats, as we got well. chocolate malt. Off. So, look. There's, should there's should be fairly smooth and yeah, creamy. Yeah, there's, there's things in here I, I like in other beers. Yeah. Like it, so... 5.6%. Anyway, cheers. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much does what I expected. Yeah. That's a really nice yeah. nice bitterness to it. Yeah, you know what? It, it kind of reminds me of the Pirate Life Stout a little bit. Mm, like it's, it's a good stout. Yeah. Like it, it's not one of those ones where it's like, we're going to go really hard in this one direction. It's just like, no, we're just going to do a decent stout. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it, so that, that, um, stout that we were just talking about the recipe from keg king and uh, mm. that's just a an oatmeal stout right um i'm gonna i'm probably gonna make that yeah because nice. um, i'm running out of that ipa are they, i didn't realize are i actually charged through it are they easy enough to make stouts uh yeah yeah i mean as easy as any other beer realistically okay. um yeah uh this is there's not a whole lot to talk about it. it's quite a nice bitterness to it there's a little bit of chocolatey edge to it which is bad at yeah, all, it's, it's kind of a little bit of that kind of roasty flavor mm. that you you sometimes get with um like an oatmeal or an uh, oat-based stout, like almost that, that kind of toasted sort of, um, not to the point of it tasting burnt. Yeah, it's not like a coffee stout where no. it has a lot more of that. Yeah, that kind of yeah. dark and bitter edge. It's got like a little bit of bitterness, but mm. it's it's still quite smooth. Yeah, it's got a good creamy mouth feel as mm. well from the, what I assume is the oats have done that, brought that yeah. through. Um, no, this, is, this is really just very pleasant. Yeah. I'm very pleased with this. Yeah. Really good... In, Example of I wasn't stout. sure what to expect with an American stout from an English brewery. Yeah, American style stout. It's just, I guess, it's just different from Irish stout or mm. um, dry. I think dry stout tends to be kind of like the Irish style, right? Okay. Um, and then a lot of the American stouts tend to be more like hoppy stouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is this is good. I mean, yeah. there's a little bit of hotness to it, but I think it's just the traditional like Kent Goldings and Fuggles and stuff. So yeah, I think like. One thing, like with different styles of beer that we do on the show, that I I try to think about is, you know, if somebody's maybe starting to experiment with beer and they haven't had a stout before, would this be a good entry point? I th- yeah, I think it I would think be. It really would be as yeah. like an example of the style. Mm. It's not like it's not going to be off-putting because it's doing one thing too much. Yeah, it's not like jumping in with something like the Prairie Bomb Birthday Cake, which is oh. amazing. Yeah. And it's not too controversial flavors, but it's quite complicated and quite a mad stout. Or yeah. it's not something like crime, which is like was quite a yeah. Some of those like confronting. Character. Some of those like it, it. It'll sound like exclusionary, but I don't mean it to be. But like having that base understanding of what a stout should or often tastes like helps you appreciate those beers a bit more because they are a bit more expensive. Yeah, they're harder to get, um, and there's a lot going on in them. Um, that if that was going to be like your first stout that almost feels like overkill and it might just put you off. You don't teach someone to drive in like a big V8. Yeah. It's, it's just like, that's it's too it's, much. It's, it's that necessary. kind of idea, right? Like you need, well, not need, but like it, it certainly helps to have a bit of a base well, you with, want, the, with the style. Yeah. You want an on-ramp. If, yes. you, if you're, if you've never tried them before, mm. it's like, you know, if you've never tried curry before, you don't start at Vindaloo. 
Like no. you, you've got to, you've got to ease your way into things. Even yeah. if you go into the first one and you're like, that's brilliant. Give me more of it. And then you immediately start yeah. experimenting, knock yourself out. But if yeah. you want to try a stout and you're not a big stout fan, you want to try something new. Yeah. Something like this Smash would be good. this. This like is great. Oatmeal stouts generally. Um, yeah. Pretty good. Big fan. Pretty easy. Pretty smooth. Yeah. I'm not sure about like American stout as a, as an entire style, but if they're like this, yeah, that's a good, good entry point as well. I reckon so. Especially 5.6%. Like I often find stouts can be a bit higher. Um, Especially when you alcohol. get from the American breweries. It, yeah. Or American um, styles. Which I, I usually quite like because like a stout can be quite heavy feeling and having the alcohol to kind of almost cut through that a bit or just make you feel like you've done more with it because you yeah. feel like you've had a lot. And then if you don't get that buzzed off it, then it's like, well, what was the point? Yeah, I think I think um, that's another reason why I realized it wasn't um, called Giant American Stout because I was like, it's only five point six percent. Oh, right. Whatever. Yeah, that's Balls. what I've done. Yes, yeah. but um, yeah, very enjoyable. I'm going to sup that throughout. I think this is a really nice mm. sipping beer. Yeah, um, especially today when it's like a bit it's cold. A little chilly it's a bit yeah. cold out there. Did you see the amount of fog this morning? No, to be honest, with I, you, I didn't re- get up. Like, this I get a real good view of it out of that window. Oh, I bet. I couldn't see two blocks away. Oh, and, shit. And like from my window, you can see the city and it's all of like, I don't know, 12 kilometers away in a straight line. Yeah, hectic. Yeah, it was it was great. Like it's real Silent Hill vibes. Lovely. As, as <laughs> someone else has pointed out to me, someone who hasn't played those games. I have never played them either. Mm. But I can still get the reference though. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you sip away on that unless you've got any final thoughts. No, I'm just, I'm enjoying this beer. All right. I encourage anyone to try it, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's good. Safe. Yeah. Okay. Well... In that case, let's dig into it. Now, as I mentioned, I did not know the name of this stout. I mean, I did, but I didn't because I'm an well, idiot. you thought you did. Yeah. So I thought it was left-hand giant American stout. Mm-hmm. And while he's not American, there's only one giant that I thought of immediately, and that was Andre the Giant. F- f- fantastic. Mm-hmm. Is he left-handed? Don't know. Oh. Um, I feel like that's literally Googleable. Uh, I, I want to, uh, yeah, I probably should have done. At oh. the off, I want to bring up the fact that he was in the Princess Bride. Oh yeah, Fezzik, he was. yeah, because love a it. great character. I love that movie. Um, yeah, and uh, it's fucking great. I only watched it like once in my life, and mm. it was a couple of years ago. But it's Maddie's favorite movie, so I ha- she's told me that if I don't talk about it, she's going to be mad, even though she doesn't listen. She said she'd listen so she could complain. Right, she'd listen to this episode just to know whether or not she had something to yell at you about. Yep, that's uh, that's something. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'd also like to get it out of the way. The obligatory Simpsons reference. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy McClure. Uh, uh, who, I can't remember whose funeral it is. It's like, hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from other celebrity funerals such as Andre the Giant. We hardly knew ye. Great. It's just, just a good moment. Yeah. And uh, I forget the name of the actor. Today we mourn a stooge. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, so, actor, wrestler, Frenchman. <laughs> Andre the Giant was all of these things and more, yeah. but mostly these three. Yeah, that's it. In that, in that order, <laughs> yes. like Frenchman came third. Mm. In the lottery of life, yeah. yes. Brought into the world an actor and a wrestler first, <laughs> and then he decided to be French. Yeah, There's a, that was really his downfall. Mm. Um, so I'm going to cover over some like bits of his life, etc. Okay, and then I've got something. All right. So vague. Hey, man. It's your episode. All right. Take me, on a, take me on a journey. So, cast your mind back to 1946. I was negative 53 years old. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so, Andre René Rusimov um, was born in an unpronounceable French town. <laughs> Go on. No, I didn't even write it down. Oh, I just okay. wrote down unpronounceable because I was like, this is going to happen. Uh, oh, coward. Unpronounceable, unless you're French. Yeah, probably. 
Um, what I'll do is I'll just record a small section where it's me voicing over and being like, Chameso or something like that. I don't know. I'm just making French sounding noises. Chameleon? Chameleonaire? <laughs> Keep going. I don't remember that rapper. Yeah. Um, so, Andre displayed symptoms of gigantism for a young age, being at the age of 14, six foot, and by the age of 15, six foot seven. Wow. Yes. Quite the growth spurt, I'm sure you'll agree. I'm trying to imagine a 14-year-old being as tall as I am. Uh, I was like six foot at the age of about 16. Really? Yeah. Man. But I don't have gigantism, but, and I did not grow to you, six foot you seven. Would, yeah, you would have been slowing down by that point. Yeah, hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Um, so after a few unfulfilling jobs, largely sort of physical labor, farming, stuff like that, and a bit of woodwork apprenticeship, mm-hmm. um, Andre started training at 18 to become a professional wrestler in Great. Paris. He uh, met a gentleman there and sort of took him under his wing. Threw him through a window and the man was like, boy, I think you've got something. By Jove, he's got it. Now, <laughs> but please. In, but in French. Unbreak my leg. <laughs> Sacre bleu, he's got it. <laughs> Good. Again, with the really English accent though. Yeah. Um, so quite quickly, Andre started making a name for himself in the UK, Germany, Australia, New Zealand and Africa. Yep. What was, Bef- he, doing, what was he doing out here? Wrestling. Just touring around the world. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Pretty much. Um, and uh, eventually in 1973 joined what we now know as the WWE, but back then was known as the WWWF. What? Yes. Not only was it WWF, it was the WWWF. What did the extra W stand for? I... Th- you didn't think I'd ask? Yeah. <laughs> it was Worldwide Wrestling Federation, okay. but maybe Worldwide was two words in this yeah, maybe. instance. I don't know. Because didn't it just go like World Wrestling Federation? Yeah, maybe it was worldwide at the yeah. time then. Uh, and they were like, yeah, this is redundant. Let's take one of those out. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, let's get sued by the panda lovers. The advent of the World Wide Web made them go, we should change this. Yeah. It's funny now. We just call it the web. Hmm. But it's not W dot. No, it's not. Irritating. Hmm. I still call it the information superhighway. Yeah. <laughs> series of tubes. <laughs> uh, things congressmen hate. Wow. Yeah, that was a... Mm, that's got some layers. You're welcome. I like it. Anyway, uh, so he joined that in 1973 and then went uh, undefeated for 13 years in the WWWWF. FU2. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> some light humor, but with the word fuck in it. <laughs> yes. Um all of this, obviously, very interesting general information about Andre, but I think they think it's actually much more exciting to talk about all of the other mad shit that happened in the Giants' life. So not wrestling? Uh, pretty much outside of the wrestling wow. arena, yeah. okay, great. Outside of the squared circle, um, yes. as it's known. Yeah. Also, I think I just called him The Giant then. I don't know if that's acceptable. I mean, it was his stage name, so... I thought it was his... Sur- no, I thought it was his surname. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Mr. and Mrs. The Giant, yeah. to you, a son. Yeah. Sorry, I just probably clipped the crap out of that That's sound. That's fine. Sorry, shouldn't make me laugh. Um, so, as Andre the Giant had a strange-as-balls life, um, I've decided to run this like a fun quiz. Oh, no. It's going to be called Truth or Legend. Is it at least multiple choice for my benefit? Yeah, the choice is Truth or Legend. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to read you a fact, and you tell me whether or not you think that's true. These are all things that have been proposed to be true about Andre the Giant. Okay. Some of them are true. Some of them are not. Some of them are... That's just the interruptions. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Some of them have binary choice. Truth, legend, or 
a superposition of the two. Truth legend or quantum truth. Yeah. <laughs> the um, best kind of truth. This podcast just just this podcast's brow just got raised yeah. in, immensely. <laughs> yeah. uh, physicists hate them. Yes. <laughs> raised brows. No, I mean like doctors hate her. Oh, like, good. It was the, yep. I, I lowered the brow quickly again. Yeah, you really did. All right, truth or legend? Andre the Giant at his prime stood a towering seven foot four. Truth or legend? I've actually put down the title as truth or legend, and then I've put true or myth as the um, <laughs> answers. Well, you're going to have to edit on the fly here. Myth. Uh, um, I'm going to say truth. Myth. Legend. <laughs> Yep. Andre's actual height was a matter of some debate. He was billed as being seven foot four during wrestling matches, but it's generally been established that this number was just a figure to drum up excitement by promoters. Okay. And actually stood at a fairly pedestrian seven foot. Fairly pedestrian. Tiny man. Maybe he was seven foot four in the morning. Yeah, I heard, thought. Have you not heard yeah, that? Yeah, no, I, 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 I've said that to you before, haven't I? No. So this is something my mum used to say, like, because I've. Like when I was growing up, obviously you measure the height of the kids as they're growing up. And like uh, on a couple of different occasions, I was like 5'11 and a bit. And then one time I was like six foot even. And mum would often say like six foot in the morning, implying that once you wake up in the morning, you've been lying down all night, you've stretched out. And then when you stand up, gravity pulls you in a little bit. So I don't know if that's a true thing because I, I like, think it is. Yeah, I've, but it's I've like, heard it's like, this for years. But it's like fuck all. Minuscule. But it's yeah. enough to be six foot or not six foot. I wonder um, also if it's more a fact of like position of your head can make quite a big difference. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, maybe it's uh, seven foot four in the morning. I'll ask him. <laughs> I'll ask his alarmingly reluctant to speak to the media daughter. Yeah, ask his estate. Yeah, that's just his daughter. Yeah. Um, okay. Question two. During a dinner with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Wilt Chamberlain, Arnold Schwarzenegger secretly paid the bill and Andre the Giant was so upset with this that Arnie, uh, that he lifted Arnie out of his seat, took him to a car and bollocked him. That is just uh, giving him a telling off. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I feel like his bollocks would be something to be uh, afraid of. Good Lord. Um, seven foot man. How big are his balls? Uh, I'm going to say, I want that to be true, but I'm going to say legend. True. Bah. Okay, um, well, I got what I wanted. I was hedging. So for the record, do you know who Wilt Chamberlain is? A very tall basketball man. <laughs> basket man. <laughs> no, I almost said that. Basketball man. Yeah, he's, he's uh, f- most famous for being, well... Very uh, tall? No, a great basketball player. Oh. But um, he was the only player to ever score 100 points in a single game. Wow. Yeah, and I think it was someone like Kobe or LeBron came, uh, did a game where they scored 81, and one of the reporters on the sidelines said to him, like, you're pretty close to Wilt Chamberlain's record there. And he's like... I am nowhere near Will Chamberlain's record. I just gave 120%. I am dying. Yeah. And I was still 20% short. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so it was true. Uh, okay. Andre apparently was legendarily hospitable and he would never let his friends pay for things when he was out. Um, and I, I kind of like that. Yeah. It's, it, so for all intents and purposes, it's kind of established that Andre the Giant was an absolutely lovely person. He's mm. just a really nice, friendly guy. Yeah. Um, it's also worth noting that in 1975, his apparent earnings for the wrestling year were $256,000, which is about $1.2 million in today's money. That's all right. So he had walking around money. Yeah. Yeah, he had some cash. He had paying for dinner money. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> had richer than Arnold Schwarzenegger at the time money. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's, a, there's actually a really good picture of him having picked up Arnie, and Arnie is a dwarf. Oh, man. It's I wish so I'd good. seen that. Don't worry. I've got, some, I've got another good picture for you later. Okay, I think you'll good. appreciate it. 
All right. Question three. Mm-hmm. Irish playwright and Nobel laureate uh, writer of Waiting for Godot used to drive Andre to school. I've seen that play. Uh, Is it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I saw it. Bleak, uh, I assume. I saw Ian McKellen do it. Um, Fantastic. I forget who the other guy was, but yeah. No, it was great. Oh, well, no, he was waiting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, there were... Do you know the story? Another premise, Okay. Yeah. There are literally two, two people, people for the entire yeah. show. Um, there's a couple of other characters. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, uh, true. True. Nah. Samuel Beckett spent a lot of time in the 1950s living in the unpronounceable town in which Andre lived. Uh, at this time, several adults would drive local children to school in the mornings, including Andre and his siblings. Apparently, they both loved cricket. And they would talk about it on the drive. God, that 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 was like the piece that I was missing is how did the Irish playwright and the French wrestling giant mm. fucking cross paths at all? Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, it's a strange one. Um, yeah. there was quite a bit of um, conjecture around that story about things that aren't true about it, but okay. the fact is that he did. It's okay. true. Okay. Um, but yeah, on the special edition and like the director's cut of the princess bride you can listen to the director's commentary and it's it's the guy who played wesley talking about it right he talks at length about the story that andre told him okay but then apparently someone asked andre's brother about it and he's like that's mostly bollocks like yes he gave us a lift occasionally but it wasn't like a thing right okay <laughs> yeah but it happened at least once and that's all we yeah need. yeah it happened a few times like but, but like the story was like oh andre was too big for the school bus and this guy had a convertible okay. so he used to give him a drive okay. lift, and it's like there wasn't a school bus. It was 2K away. It was 1950s in France. Yeah. Rural France. Yeah. Um, okay. Question four. Andre was given tryouts with the Washington Redskins who were looking for a, a new defensive end and wanted, quote, something unusual, end quote. Legend. Correct. However, there's actually plenty of news articles around this because in 1975, the Redskins and Andre met in the presence of reporters. They thought he might be an interesting prospect, but knew that realistically they couldn't pay him enough because mm. the wages that he was earning yeah. was more than the entire backfield of the Washington Redskins at the time. <laughs> well, if you've just got him, that might be all you need. Oh, he was earning double what the quarterback was earning. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, yeah. And also his wrestling schedule was too intense. The whole thing was essentially... Oh, was he going to try and do both? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, but the I whole thing was not. essentially a publicity stunt. Yeah. yeah. It would have been like them just Some hanging cool out. pictures, though. Well, they would have been just like hanging out, talking, there's reporters there, and they're like... Oh, what if? Well, the Redskins sort of came down and they're like, hey, we're going to talk to... Right, okay. Um, but it was all kind of just like a bit of a... What did they think was going to happen? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some cool pictures from it of him like holding the uh, quarterback just like just one arm holding above a football it. would be like he's holding a, t- a P. That would be quite good. Yeah, yeah like they, they said defensive end. It would be great to see him just be a running back and be like, here's the ball. You try and stop him. Yeah. Fuck, I would watch You'd that. You'd probably just hit him in the knees. Yeah, this is like when you see those um, videos of like young kids that have obviously had like their growth spurt a lot younger. Yeah. Um, and they're playing at a high school level and they get the ball and they just charge through. Or you watch like old clips of uh, New Zealand rugby player Jonah Lomu, who was notorious for running through a motherfucker's face. Yeah. And just knocking them to the ground. Ah, oh, trust the New Zealand to bring rugby up. Yeah. And to make a, was it Marshall and Lynch reference? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Run through a motherfucker face. <laughs> you can't take that over and over and over and over and over again. Um, I just want to say, oh, dear. anyway. <laughs> oh, good. The old uh, spit take. There it is. I almost did. I'm going to get you one day. Yeah. I'm going to ruin this iPad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question five. Mm-hmm. Andre had 68 teeth as a teen and grew six more as an adult. A standard adult has 32. That's what I was going to ask, and I'm going to say legend. I'm afraid it's true. What? His gigantism was a result of acromeg... 
acromegaly, acromegaly? Mm-hmm. Yes, a pituitary gland disorder, which okay. can result in double rows of teeth or problems oh. with teeth spacing due to bone growth. Okay, so th- yeah, that's on me not knowing much about like different forms of, a- of gigantism. I mean, it's not part of the job requirement, so. Uh, no, but like, also, now that you say that, having seen The Princess Bride, like, I'm trying to remember if... Motherfucker's got a lot of teeth. Yeah, like it, I'm, trying to, I'm know- trying to remember if that is like prominently shown in any way. No, I don't think so. it's, it's not. And also don't forget like the definition of the cameras. You would not True. be able to see his teeth, etc. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is like, what movie did we rent the other night? We watched some movie mm. and TJ's like, oh, we watched Con Air. TJ's like, oh, pay the extra dollar and get it in high def. Like, what's the point? It was filmed in 1997. Uh, some of them have been like remastered in like meaningful ways to, to high def. It's Con Air. Yeah. And? It's fucking amazing. That's what it was. I haven't seen it. <gasps> we, we went to We've wa- done this. We went to watch it legitimately the other night and it had been taken off Netflix. Um, I paid $4 for it on YouTube on Saturday. Do you want to watch it now? Uh, yeah, Scrap the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do that after. Okay. We'll like, order some food and watch Conair. I've got a better idea. I'll give you a blow by blow. Okay. Opening scene. <laughs> a bar. Uh, shit, I forgot what the song <laughs> is. Plays in the background. Take okay. my breath away. No, that's Top Gun. Uh-huh. In walks. Uh, I'm going to do the whole movie, by the way. So no. feel free to stop me at any point. Uh, stop. Okay. <laughs> I also don't want spoilers. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is in it. Uh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> That's all I want to know. All right. That's all you need to know. Yeah. The cast is actually amazing. Anyway, this. Back to the quiz. All right. Question six. Andre was a huge Broadway fan and would regularly attend shows. Oh, shit. True. Ooh, myth. Damn. Andre was actually Do you fun- mean legend? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Um, So Andre was actually far too self-conscious about blocking other people's views with his giant frame and massive hair. I should have put that together. Yeah. um, He's a nice guy. Yeah. He actually really, really wanted to go. He was really keen to go to Broadway. Couldn't bring himself to do it because he didn't want to block other people's views. in the back row. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You can see over everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Bless him. Um, Uh, To be fair, the man lived a life where he suffered what I can only assume was numerous concussions. (laughs) Okay. All right. Question seven. Andre was obsessed with QVC teleshopping channel. What? Hang on. He was around in like the 70s? Yeah, he died in like the... the I want to say early 90s. I think I've got it in here. I don't know when QVC was a thing, so I'm going to say legend. I'm afraid it's true. I think you've only got one right so far. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, maybe two. I think it was like truth and legend, but... Fair enough. Yeah. Um, So as well as being a big fan of the products, um, had quite a lot of ceramic butterflies, apparently. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, who, do- right. who doesn't watch teleshopping and isn't like, I could do with that. Yeah. I mean, that's why anyone buys a magic bullet, right? Oh, the blender. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Let's keep going. Yep. Um, teleshopping is great. Uh, but <laughs> no, he, but he struggled quite a lot with public's reaction to him. People obviously pointing and looking and staring right. at him. Um, okay. So he didn't want to go to actual shops. Yeah. Much. So to, yeah, because even even right. those who didn't know who he was would be like gawking at him. You're a fucking large man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So why not stay in your custom built home out on a ranch in North Carolina and get everything delivered to you anonymously? Right. I'm as just, long as it was ceramic butterflies. I'm just picturing that scene in The Simpsons with the really tall man getting out of the tiny car. Are you making fun of me and my automobile? Exactly. Do I deserve to be laughed at? I guess so. With what the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Like that, but also someone that could throw you across the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. Okay. Um, oh, okay, that scared me. Yeah, um, the coaster keeps getting stuck to the bottom of this glass. 
a mad sidebar, but I have yeah. these coasters back home that I don't know what it is about them, but they are the stickiest coasters in the world. They always get well, set to the glass. I think it's just like a little bit of condensation. Maybe I need to yeah, wipe them down, but it's like, it's this kind of rubber material. Oh yeah. Which doesn't help. Mine are those like square cork like style ones. Yeah. And they've got like the stuff on top. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but these ones are a nightmare for it. Yeah. I have to like work out the trick of holding the glass, pushing the coaster down with one finger so that I can just mm. lift the glass off it. I also like that if you lift and just do the little tap. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't work with those ones because they're like rubbery, so they'll slightly bend. But these yeah. are stiff, so you go... Right. Wow, this podcast is weird today. It's okay. usually like this. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, question eight. It's usually like this. Question eight. Andre would regularly break toilets when he toured Japan. True. It's true, but only because they were literally so small for him. Yeah, that's um, what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> He's a huge man, and Japanese people are not, generally speaking. True. Um, as a result, Andre would usually shit on, in uh, in the bath or on newspaper. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> he also tended to avoid drinking liquids on airplanes as the cubicles were too small for him to use. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Wow. Yep. No, he would have to make those sort of concessions. That sucks. Yeah. There was a story about him having to use the bathroom in an airplane once, and it was not a pleasant story. I no. Don't, I don't want to... I don't think it's... No. I don't necessarily bring that one up because it's no. just not... Yeah, it's kind of grim. Yeah. Uh, okay, question nine. Famed sex tape racist Hulk Hogan was the only person to body slam Andre, and it happened at WrestleMania 3. I love famed sex tape rapist. Racist, but could okay. Be, probably could be all of the above. Also, since I wrote that, Hulk Hogan's been making some very controversial statements about the Black Lives Matter movement, unsurprisingly. Really? So I'm like, same... T- Famed sex you tape and say. now racist. Yeah, now confirmed, documented racist. Well, in his sex tape, he was using racial slurs, like quite, yes. quite vile yeah, ones. No, I, so. I, and he got Gorka taken down. Yes, funded by Elon Musk. Oh. Yeah. No, uh, no Peter Thiel. I, because of the PayPal yes. connection, I got that wrong. Um, Is he a jerk off as well? Who? Thiel? Yes. I don't know much about him. Yeah. No, he, he yes, he's a okay. real piece of shit. That's Fair all enough. I'm going to say on air. Is he gay? Yes. I was going to say, he's but like he's one also, of the very openly gay tech billionaires, isn't he? Yeah, but he's done some pretty nasty things. Gay people ho- can be shitheads hom- as well. But like in homophobic ways, which is really weird. Wicked. Yeah. Anyway. It's like those gay people that are like against gay marriage. And it's like... Yeah. Okay. Read the question again. <laughs> famed... Famed... Oh, I was about to say the word that we can't use on thingy. That word, the one that I always use. Yeah. Famed uh, sex tape racist yep. Hulk Hogan was the only person to ever slam uh, body slam Andre the Giant, and it happened at WrestleMania three. I'm going to say true because uh, I've seen it. I'm afraid that is a myth. Is it wrong? WrestleMania? No. While it is fair to say this is an incredible feat given Andre's huge weight, and uh, given one anecdote from Hulk who claims that at an airport weigh-in, I thought I'd seen it. Um, Andre weighed 600 pounds, and Hulk Hogan should definitely be respected for the fact that he did do it. He wasn't the only one and certainly wasn't the first. Stan Hansen, Kamala, and Harley Race all did it before him and others did it after. Oh, wait. Read the question again. Did you say only? Uh, it was the only person to body slam oh, okay. Andre. I missed that. Wasn't the first or the only. No. Okay. Anyway. Got to read the question, Mike. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm listening to it and getting distracted by wanting to yell about Peter Thiel. Also, the drinking. Peter Thiel? Thiel. Anyway. No, no, no. There's a guy that works with one of the companies I work with called Jack Thiel. He's very nice. He might be. Might be unrelated. I hope he is. Yeah. I just wanted to add this for color. Yeah. Um, Okay. Final question. Question 10. Mm. 
In a single sitting, Andre the Giant once drank 156 beers. I feel like I've heard this before, but I don't know if it's true. True. It's true. Lad. Absolute lad. By all accounts, this appears to be true. It was initially mentioned during an interview by the late Mike Graham and was immediately backed up by his co-guests, uh. Michaels Hayes. Michaels is his first name, with an S. Hayes and Dusty Rhodes, um, father of Cody Rhodes, who did the best interview ever with the he was trying to fuck on me moment, yes. which is my favorite thing ever. Um, journalist Bill Apter told WWE.com that Andre once drowned 125 beers while drinking the Harley race. And apparently he would also like to drink two liters of vodka to, quote, get a nice buzz. <laughs> I mean, he's a large man. He probably needs it. But like, how long did it take him? Like, what time span are we talking about for 100 and fucking whatever? It beers? was an evening. Yeah, but still a lot of beer i have seen pictures of like the cans in his hand and it's like you know when you get those little cans of like mixers in hotel bars yeah mini bars it's like that yeah it's a full-size beer yeah 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 um so fun fact uh and this stuff just that that's the end of the quiz section okay i'm just gonna go into random bits about under the giant now um fun fact ex wwe ref tim white once told wwe classics excuse me he didn't time that (laughs) (laughs) quote He'd go into a restaurant and eat 12 steaks and 15 lobsters. He didn't do it that often, but if he felt like putting on a show and having some laughs, he'd go ahead and do that, which I love. He'd be like, <laughs> hey, you guys want to see cool? Come with me. Have you got like 20 minutes anyone, at least? Anyone slightly peckish? Yeah. Um, so before, I, I, and I said I've got a great picture for you. Uh, I just kind of want to show you this. What on earth am I looking at? That's Andre the Giant at the Western Bulldogs. Why? Why is he there? That's Witten, as in EJ Witten yeah. Oval. Dunno. So, like, I, I mean, you said he toured Australia. But this was during famous times. Yeah, he's like, he's holding up a football. There's a man on another man's shoulders who is only a head taller than Andre the Giant. Yeah, it's ludicrous. Holy shit. It's a great photo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I sent that to Patrick Frigo. Like, immediately, I was like, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Our worlds collide. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, I might put that on the socials just because it's good. Yeah. Um, so some random bits about Andre. So Andre actually suffered from quite a lot of physical pain throughout his life yeah. due to injuries and the medical conditions from around his disorder. Yeah, it makes sense. He rather disliked the idea of taking pills and painkillers for it and having seen what they did to other people in the sport. Right. Um, he was really not keen to use any kind of medicinal yeah, drugs, yeah, yeah. basically. Um, and if you are interested... The uh, Wikipedia list of prematurely dead wrestlers is a very, very good and lengthy testament to that decision. Yeah, I thought it would be a long list. Yeah, it's um, to quote um, to quote Top Gun, which I watched twice last weekend. Shut up. Uh, Yeah, well, the list is long and distinguished. Yeah, like my Johnson. Great, great. I am talking about a list of dead wrestlers, so I do feel kind of bad about that. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically self-medicated through alcohol and drank a lot of the pain away. Um, mm-hmm. which sounds more tragic out loud, but you know what I mean? Like he was in so much pain that drinking was a good way to solve that. Yeah. Um, most of his colleagues report that alcohol had actually surprisingly little effect on him though. No hangovers, slurred speech or affecting his wrestling duties. He was mm-hmm. always able to continue if, working. Yeah. If his idea of getting a good buzz is two liters of vodka. Yeah. One can only imagine. Yeah. Um, there are a f- handful of exceptions though. Um, so according to, um, I don't know, I'm sure how to pronounce this name. Uh, Kerry Elwes, the guy who played yeah. Wesley in yeah, that, um, I think Princess that's Bride. correct. Yeah. Um, his co-star in the 1987 film, The Princess Bride. Thank you, Maddie. I've mentioned it twice now. You can stop listening. Yeah. Um, Andre once drank out, uh, once drank enough to pass out in a hotel lobby. Um, 
and since it was impossible to move him, hotel guests just arranged a velvet rope around his slumbering frame and laid a tarp on him, and he just got up in the morning and went back to work. Yep. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and that... Um, that is pretty much it about Andre the Giant. I've got just a few like finishing up notes here. Mm. Um, he's, he's a gigantic character, you know, really like huge personality, etc. You know, uh-huh. I try not to make puns about being big, but you know, he's, um, he's a big man. Yeah, uh, he had a long running feud with with Hulk Hogan, and he actually publicly hated the man. He was not actually a big fan of him at all. Good, um, and that's proved to be quite prescient. He's a piece of shit. Yes, he is. Um, they would often get a little too physical during matches and Andre would generally knock the shit out of Hulk Hogan. Um, so much so that Hulk Hogan had it on record and said on record that he used to throw up before entering the arena when he knew he was fighting Andre. Huh. Um, he's like throwing up backstage and yeah. then walk through the doors. Um, but it said that Andre was so concerned that Hogan was coming for his spot at the top of the game. That's why he got, um, quite shitty. Um, right. and, it's well known that Hogan isn't a very well liked person in the industry, so personality definitely played a certain mm. part of it. But it, you know, ultimately that's what happened, and he did kind of take Andre's top spot. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, Andre is known as being a very charming, gentle, and pretty lovely bloke. Uh, generally, people in the industry and the film, and the TV work that he did remember him fondly. Uh, who's someone who just kind of wanted to get on with people, have a good time, and and to fit in, especially as someone who was an outsider in many ways. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think it was kind of necessarily like i just want to be loved but it's more of a kind of like i'd rather just people look past it and we can all just get on with things yeah well because there's so many things right like there's the gigantism there's him being from france mm-hmm. um i mean those are the main being things very but, famous but as like well. either of those would be like one on its own would, would be enough for people to go like eh. yeah it was the perfect storm of being like the most standing out person yeah, in the world. yeah yeah um he was also a pretty mischievous person. Um, he used to enjoy farting on wrestlers to annoy them during <laughs> during matches. Fuck that! Because because they, they knew that he, they couldn't re- he knew that they couldn't react. Yeah. And um, one time I forget which wrestler it was. He said, "Oh, I tell you what, it was. It was Jake the Snake, the inventor of the DDT." Yep. Um, I have a slight love for wrestling, by the way. I never watch it or anything, but I have a slight love uh-huh. and back knowledge of wrestling. Okay. Um, Jake the Snake. Um, said uh, Andre once farted on him when he was lying on the ground, and it said. Uh, it was insane because um, the fart lasted what felt like 30 seconds. A fart from a giant is quite a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a, what I a can sentence. only imagine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they obviously can't break character to be like, oh my God, that stinks. So yeah. they just be like, have to take deep breaths and yep. fight on. Yep. Um, yeah, like, like many wrestlers, unfortunately, Andre died in his sleep um, in 1993 in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I think, is quite a testament to his his the way he is as a person he was in paris to attend his father's funeral mm-hmm. and while there he decided to stay on in france a little longer to be with him her, his mother for her birthday i right. uh, changed his plans yeah he spent the day before his death visiting uh old friends and playing cards with some of the people he grew up with uh in uh Molien, which is not where he grew up because i can pronounce that right. word um uh, and in 1993 andre was the first and only inductee into the wrestling hall of fame and only uh, that oh, year. They, like, yeah, yeah, right. He was right, the first. They right, didn't right, right. else. They were just like, Andre, yep. that's it. Yeah. Um, and that, my friend, was Andre the Giant. Amazing. Or a small portion of a big man. Yeah. The very, very quick overview, but some notable highlights. Yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds just like a fun dude. Yeah. Like, who just happened to be a very large man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Any thoughts on Andre? Are you much of a wrestling fan? Did you ever get into it? Um, 
like I, I watched a little bit when I was younger, mm. um, like early teens sort of thing. So I was like, yeah, wrestling's rad. And then like kind of just, it was one of those things like in New Zealand, at least you had to have the right like pay TV subscription to be able to yeah. watch any of it. So obviously that's a barrier and just kind of lost it. It was the same in the UK. We had WCW, which was on free to air mm. and then WWF was not. Yeah. So it would have been like, if it was on free-to-air TV, TV, it would have been like super late at night at a time mm. when like I couldn't watch it. Um, and so, you know, for the last, like I don't know, 20 years, I have barely kept up with it or Fair watched enough. any of it. Um, I will say uh, I've got some friends at the moment who, uh, well, I've got some friends that like recently we've been hanging out a lot is, is what I mean to say um, in like discord servers and things. And some of them very into wrestling. Yeah. Some of them pay for the WWE network. Um, but yeah, so I've like, I've watched a few things recently where I'm like watching it with people and kind of like taking the piss out of it. That's fun. Mm. Yeah, it's totally fair. Yeah. I think um, I've got a friend who's really into it. And I said at some point, it'd be really cool. I'd be really interested to do a podcast with him because he follows it very closely. Right. Where he, sort of follows it and explains what's going on for someone who doesn't pay attention. Yeah. Um, Because like I've, I've like through various people that I I follow online in varying degrees who are like, some of them are wrestlers, some of them are wrestling adjacent, some of them are mm -hmm. wrestling fans. Like I I know enough about like concepts like kayfabe and like different bits and pieces. Like I don't know the meta or the stories or whatever's going on, but like it's easy enough for me to like, understand it if someone explains it to me yeah and know which parts are nonsense and which parts are like you know the real parts of it quote unquote um but yeah like we were watching it and someone who someone in the group who like is very active in their following of wrestling is like pointing out where one wrestler is helping another one slam them into the ground like all the different choreography aspects to it yeah nice just super fascinating yeah Um, that's really cool it's, it's very intricate the way some of those sequences are stitched together. But like we watched the, the money in the bank, Mm -hmm. um, the, the one that was like, I don't know, a few weeks ago or something now, but it's like, obviously it's an ISO, um, or like ish. So there's, there's no audience. So what they were doing is like starting in the bottom level of the WWE headquarters building and trying to get to the roof. So a fight broke out in the gym and they're like throwing weights at mirrors. It's fucking, it was nonsense. That's just and then they, they got into an elevator and they were fighting in an elevator. Oh, it's just, I really like the idea to get into the elevator and then someone else gets in. It's like, doo, doo, yeah, doo, yeah. Doo, they, doo. they did that. They did that gag. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I should write for the WWE. It yeah. writes itself. Yeah, pretty much. It's so Think good. of the dumbest thing and then do dumber. Yeah. Then amplify it. Yeah. Then, then run it through a filter of white America. Mm. Statistically. Yes. Um, yeah. Awesome. I kind of want to just go watch some wrestling now. Yeah, I could do it. Sweet. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I don't have anything else. Me either. You don't have anything else? How do you no. find the beer? I've still got a little bit left in mind, but yeah, you just no. necked it. Real, uh, real nice. It's gone down a little treat. Yeah. So quite it, like, like I was saying before, it's it's that kind of like comforting stout. It's mm. nice and smooth. It's not kind of yeah. making me think about it too much. I could, um, I could drink multiple pints of this without any difficulty. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd feel sleepy at the end of it. It's because also multiple pints of beer, so it's more like something about it's stouts. A little heavier, Some, something yeah. about stouts because they're a bit heavier feeling. Um, they definitely put me to sleep a little bit. Mm. Like if if I'm having a few beers in a night, I like to end if I can on a boozy stout. Yes, because then I'll same. just be off to bed. It's real nice delight. Yeah. Um, okay, well, listeners, if you're gonna consider this part of the show, the boozy stout, that's where we're gonna end. Mm. 
just before I guess the, you nap. The, the, the nightcap of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I also put on my shipping forecast voice you then. Did. You did a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, if you are interested in seeing any more of us, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at... Uh, 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 oh, Hey Brew Podcast. I suddenly yeah. forgot the name of our podcast was. Yeah. yeah. Find us on uh, <laughs> socials at Hey Brew Podcast. Uh, or Mike, can they email us? They, they can. Wow. Uh, uh, Don't do it. Hello at heybrew.zone. Thank you. <laughs> you knew where I was yes. going to go. Um, so uh, you can also <laughs> find us on all your favorite streaming services and using RSS feeds if you're that way inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find information about all of the above at heybrew.zone. It's a web destination on the information su- superhighway. Yeah, at www. Yes. That's that Peter Zerofinovic show, Brian Butterfield. <laughs> um that's the second Peter Serafinovic thing we've referenced on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, okay. Um, send us some stuff. Leave us a review yeah. and some stars and some words. That would yeah. be great. And tell your friends. Yeah. About. Tell this. some people you don't like. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Just because <laughs> you don't like them doesn't mean I won't. Interesting. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Gonna go now. <laughs> All right, this has been episode, I think, like 30. 31. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, This has been episode 31 of Hey Brew. Uh, I've been Elliot. I've been Mike. Cheers. Cheers. Shaving a haircut, two bits. That's it. I Um, really, I was like, it's two two bob bits, uh, shave, haircut, it's all in there. I went for a haircut the other day. This is me with a haircut. Yeah, I'm waiting for my hair to grow back a little bit more, and then I'll go in and be like, hey, can you fix my shit? Like, just tidy everything up. They were like, and a haircut today as well? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, buzzed it myself, and then there's definitely <sighs> parts that I just didn't do, because they're, like, back here. Why don't you just get Kate to help? No, she was like, I'm not going to do that. And I was no. like, I, I respect that. Fair enough. <laughs>